think the crown is more like I'm not saying people in the UK don't watch it, but I think it is it's, an, it's definitely like an American thing. We we're nuts about this shit because we don't have it. You know, we we're all, we always want what we can't have. It's true. We're fascinated by the idea of having like a royal family just because we don't really have one. But we have the productions. I know we have. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, in six years, we'll be in a prestige TV version of Keeping Up with Kardashians? Oh, man. What a hellscape we'll have. Can we... Can, but then he like, we'll all be dead. I was like, can we write a new suicide pact that if if we get prestige... Welcome to another episode of Why Did We Watch This, a mini-episode where uh, three friends are going to sit down, announce what movie they're going to be watching later, along, along with their theme to drink, and then have a little discussion. I am Chris Ravel. I'm Lee Delahanty. I am Brendan Drischler, and I like leaving my notebook for cute boys to find in bookstores. <laughs> How's that work out for you? No, I goes. Do you, do, you, do you make sure your, your like, cousin? very short-tempered cousin yes. is... <laughs> Can My very watch? tall, very short-tempered cousin will keep an eye on the book and make sure it's a cute boy who picks it up. Make sure it's a very cute boy who loves it. I underlined, no uggos. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you couldn't tell by that, um, <laughs> it's our next episode is going to be, it's going to be Christmas times for Why Watch, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to be watching uh, the sequel to a Why Watch film of yesteryear. We're going to be watching Christmas Chronicles 2. That's right. Um, starring Kurt Russell again, finally brought his uh, uh, Mrs. Claus into Mrs. the brought his into Mrs. the Claus. brought his Mrs. Claus into also the also got Darby Camp, Judah Lewis, Kimberly Williams Paisley, all from the original coming back. Uh, Tyrese Gibson, I guess, is in here. Oh, okay. apparently, uh, this makes our third year in a row we've done a Netflix movie for Christmas. Yes. You they, know what? Netflix keeps bringing them. They, they, you, Wait, what was the first one we did? Christmas Chronicles. But then what was the second one? Let it snow. Oh, I forgot that was Netflix. Yep. Definitely Netflix. Yep. It sure felt like Netflix. It sure did. <laughs> Maybe Jack um, Cusack will be on this one, too. Oh, we can only hope. I, um, yeah, you know what? Netflix keeps churning out the Christmas garbage, and we're going to keep lapping it up. That's right. Um, it's a for, human centipede of Christmas movies. For our, for, our, for our purposes of watching troubled movies, it's perfect for us, truly. Yeah. Right, yeah. but sometimes they do good things. They do, but before we, we get to one that does a good thing... Ah! What were you going to say, Lee? Sorry. What was it we did Christmas Chronicles and what, what For this let podcast... Oh, we did Let It Snow. Yeah, yeah. Let It Snow. We before that, we did, before that, it was Love Actually, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think last year we also kind of took a general Christmas garbage yeah. survey. We've talked about our, our love for the Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. franchise. Oh, yeah. Here, right? yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Please. it's canonical. I've got, I mean, the, I've got the mug. We're yeah. aware that nothing is finer <laughs> yeah. than Christmas <laughs> in the diner. Uh, um, but uh, we were kind of thinking, as a way to try to mix up the drink portion of uh, that next episode for Christmas Chronicles Two, um, we're going to try to do a little like obviously it's going to be in micro, but like a sort of a secret Santa type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea being we're each going to make cocktails for each other, find some way to hide or cloak them. Yeah. Um, we'll just not, like, make it... Yeah, we have to either make them separately, like, one at a time, yeah. and then, like, sort of cover them. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, sometimes you don't want to, like, mix it hours ahead of time, right? Right. right. You wanna be, so sometimes you can't. Like, find a way to do it one at a time, go into the kitchen. I think it's going to take some creativity. We'll figure it out. I'm thinking about cutting the bottom out of, like, a cardboard box and just yeah, trimming yeah, yeah. it up like a present so I could just lift it yeah. up would be fun. Um, but then I think what we'll do is kind of guess who gave what, who made what. I think that would be a lot of fun. And it's a way to, br- to bring a little bit of uh, Christmas giving into our episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but on that track of Christmas trash on Netflix, done right. Done right. All three of us had the sublime pleasures of watching uh, Dash and Lily, a mm-hmm. miniseries, mm-hmm. an adaptation of a some YA books yeah. uh, by the same people who wrote the source material for no- Naomi and Eli's No Kiss List. Yes, but again, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. So Obviously, like, yeah. So like, we've got range here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's called Dash and Lily. Um, if I had to very quickly lay out the plot, um, it is that... They are two 17-year-olds in New York. Um, They both kind of have their own separate issues going on, but they intersect indirectly when Dash picks up a red notebook that Lily has left in this bookstore called The Strand Uh with with a a series of kind of book-related or bookstore-related clues 
uh, that Dash is intrigued by and goes through and does this, and that's they kind of get to know each other. Yeah, well, but like so basically, like the gist of the first message is like. Lily's asking, like, are you going to be lonely at Christmas? Which he is because he's avoiding his parents. Mm-hmm. And, like... He also doesn't like Christmas. He also doesn't much. like Christmas. So he, they sort of start this, like, secret correspondence <laughs> via notebook challenges and dares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, like, connect. And then it's like, ooh, like, are they going to meet in person? And right. Like, it's, a, it's a little bit of a riff, in a way, on You've Got Mail. And also <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a riff on Sleepless in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Because they're not interacting with each other. And You've Got Mail in the sense that, like, they're communicating through written word. And yeah, they don't know who like, the other person actually is. They're right. setting up with these sort of expectations. Right, exactly. Um, well, I, I was going to say, like, one of the biggest recurring themes of the series is unrealistic expectations and how easy it is. I think that's an experience I'm also very familiar with, but just this idea of, like, you know, the 17-year-old is, like, feeling like they have this such close connection to someone they've literally never met, and they feel like they know them so well, but they each kind of have these separate wrong ideas about each other, because yeah. they both idealize each other in their heads. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we, we kind of see the fallout of that, of them eventually meeting. Yeah. Um, well, the interesting thing, too, is that, like, her first reaction to, like, the notebook being picked up is that it's been picked up by completely the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, she was looking for, like, another bubbly person like, like her, herself. Like her, yeah, her but a boy. And, the, and, and meanwhile, he interpreted her thing about being Lily for Christmas as, like, oh, this is another miserable person right. like, like myself. Right. You must hate Christmas. Yeah. I thought I saw of hating Christmas. Yeah. And she's like, oh. <laughs> this is the opposite of what I wanted, but for some reason decides to like. And I don't is it dismissively. She has like a good reason, but it's like. Well, she does. Well, let me just like see how this. Goes. Yeah, she sticks with it if I remember correctly, because Dash, after he is so elated by these series of dares in mm-hmm. the book, kind of writes his own of like, take this journal and go put it next to the most depressing Christmas movie you can find on the shelf at. Yeah. Two Boots Pizza, where his friend Boomer works, and he just tells Boomer, okay, can you just look to see who puts it on the shelf? Um, and uh, kind of through the magic of uh, perspective editing, because the, um, the first two episodes yeah. switch off perspectives, Dash yeah. first, then Lily. Uh, from the Dash perspective episode, you think that Boomer has completely missed Lily coming in and out. Right. What you find out later is that he actually ends up running out and catching her and then they have a conversation in which she's like, I don't think I'm going to do this. And then yeah. he says, no, 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 no. I promise you, Dash is a great guy. Yeah. And so she decides to go through with it. But she, like, makes it. That's kind of how, like, the dares thing starts. Yeah. Because, like, she then is like, well, if you want my name, you're going to have to, like, earn it or whatever. Um, and then I do get, listen, I do get that, like, giving his name is, like, maybe a giveaway. Because, like, not a lot of people have pretentious ass names, like Dashel. But, like, right. also, like, it feels, like, really shitty that he's not, like, well, like, well, sorry, but you can't have my name in return. <laughs> and, like, you know what? I blame these stupid authors for coming up with, like, fucking millennial names for their characters. <laughs> like, just give them another name. Like, I don't know. It feels kind of shitty to me. Mine yeah. right. That, like, the girl gives her name up and he's like, well, you can't have my name. But I guess, well, I mean, but the reason why is because it has to be named that she will immediately identify when she hears it. She can, like, work out. Like, if his name was, like, Tom, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, the author should give him a normal name. I just don't like the fact but what, that... Cause, but no, but what I'm saying is that, like, when they're at the party and yeah, she yeah, says yeah, Dash yeah. and she pieces it together, that's yeah. why he has to I, have a name. Yeah, it pays off in that respect, but I don't like, from, like, a general perspective, that, like... The girl gets like yeah. the short end of the stick there. I think if it was the other way around, I would have been more cool with it. Does that make sense? Yes. Although I do think it was maybe also motivated by. I give up more for love, guys. Sorry. I no, but I also think the story is aware of that because yeah. um, they put a handful of kind of sentiments like that in Dashiell's ex girlfriend's mouth, mm. um, who refreshingly not a psycho in this. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, but she is kind of like, she's not a psycho, but she is like she's a little awful, wishy washy. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Like, she's like, I just want to be your friend. Just kidding, I'm trying to bang you. Right, <laughs> like, right. But then she turns around and, like, just says things like, don't put women up on pedestals. Yeah, and, she like, says that. True. But I feel like she, a little bit of her is just saying that because she wants to bone him again. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to. But then she's like, no, nah, I guess not. I guess we're fine. And then she dates his friend. Oh, I know, Boomer. Yeah. Days later. <laughs> yeah, that's like, Jesus. Weird. That's so quick. Boomer deserves better. Yeah. Um, Boomer was shit-talking her, which is the weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. But then we, I think we, what we figured out though was like, well, like was yeah. Boomer playing the Boomer's long game. Trying to get her <laughs> the long away yeah. from, yeah, he's playing yeah. the long game. But um, yeah. Boomer deserves a Jonas brother. I uh, but yeah, I think um, we're having a free from discussion here. Yeah, 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 yeah. One. I have to say the biggest. I've been following a chart here. The biggest thing that <laughs> threw me about the show, yeah. is like, and I told Chris this because this was the we most we watched most of it together, mm-hmm. except that I did. 
I wasn't sure when he was going to be ready to watch it, so I watched, like, the next episode after we stopped. Yeah. And then the next day, I was like, oh, let's just finish it. Uh So I watched one episode before him, and that was the one, the party episode. Yeah. And the whole time, from the time that, like, he shows up at the party and then she shows up, I'm like, ooh, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. And it never comes. (laughs) They never, I was blown away. Like, they were the whole fucking party. They have a whole conversation. Both of their girlfriend and boyfriends come over. And they all get away scot-free. Yeah. And granted, it does fall apart in the next episode. Did not bother me. It doesn't bother me, but I was just like... Unbelievable amount of things had to happen for that to have gone. The next episode is what I did not care for as much. Where there's like does come out. Yeah, where where it's. I mean, it's this. This is not at all hot take. But my least favorite part of any rom com is the contrivances that show up in Act Three as to why they can't get together for some reason. Where it's like, oh, you were lying about the thing. How could you have been lying about the thing? Now we'll never be together. Yeah. Where in this one, he shows up there. She thinks that he kind of like blew her off to be with his girlfriend, which which he did. Right, which he did spend the night with her in a fucking museum somehow. Don't even worry about it. She has a key to the museum. Anyway, <laughs> so they spent the night there. He was supposed to leave the notebook under her, like with her aunt, so yeah. that her aunt could put it under her Christmas tree for Christmas morning. He didn't do any of that because he fell asleep at the museum at a slumber party with his girlfriend. Uh-huh. So she wakes up in the morning. She's like, well, he never gave it to me. I guess I'll call like this douchebag who I'm sort of seeing a little bit and see if he wants to get with me. I'm yeah. drinking heavily. I don't normally drink, so I'm a little tipsy. Yeah. And so like he walks, Dash walks in. He sees her with uh, Edgar Tebow and like he's like oh no they're together he's that it's that jerk who I kind of know like this is horrible she's super drunk then they're like sharing a taxi together as he's taking her back home and they're like kind of bickering back and forth I loved the taxi scene though I didn't mind the taxi scene it was just the fact that like he shows up and is immediately like, like, oh, this is this, this is not what I thought. Yes, but I also felt that to be very true to the character and the age. And I also thought that kind of needed to happen. Because, like, she says shit that's, like, needlessly hurtful. He gets very judgy with her about, like, oh, I thought you weren't seeing other people. Right, so, I mean, but I also thought that was natural my for point, both of these My point people. is not the fallout. It's the what they did leading to the fallout. Oh, Okay. I think, it all, I, again, you were the one that wrote the book. I know you don't remember much about not the book. Not at all. But... I don't know how it plays out in the book, but yeah. I, I don't know. I honestly feel like there is a way to do this without the stupid, awful scene of like, like you, the party. Even it's not even that bad to show up at a party when you're like ostensibly with someone else is not like a horrific like. I think in terms of like, especially a teen sort of rom com, that's enough drama to be like, why are you with the party at someone else? Yeah, yeah. I really don't know that we needed this like torrid scene of like, oh, I caught you kissing another boy. Yeah. And like, oh, you're drunk. Like, I don't. It's not what I thought of you. I feel like it doesn't need that kind of like, I don't know, shitty turn where they need to like hate each other for a second. I mean, the issue that what I, I think I guess building off of that is. You could have that, yes. And I feel like the thing that could really sort of fuck it up toward the end is the fact that her parents show up and, like, that's what we're doing to CG. Yeah. So, like, if you want to have, like, a, a bit of a tumultuous time at the party where, like, they sort of think, like, you know, yeah. they're, they're, like, both sort of shocked that they're with other mm-hmm. people, but they manage to sort things out and they're kind of like, okay, like, maybe we can still make this work. And then she goes home and she's like, oh, wow, that went really well. And her mom's like, yeah. that's my kid. <laughs> we're taking a midnight New Year's Eve play to Fiji. I, yeah. I, like, that whole situation with her family was bananas. Okay. It that, was. Okay, this is the other... one when, the, when she gets back and the parents are like, our bags are packed and we're leaving right now to go to Fiji on a second honeymoon we never had. Bye! And I thought immediately, like, there has to be something else going on. And there was. Yeah. And I, I do still think it is mega shitty. Oh, no! The parents who okay. have told the brother. Let's all yeah. get it out. Yeah. This okay. is, like, these are the worst parents. Yeah, the the parents worst grandfather yeah. I have ever seen. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, too. Okay, the... With, the issue with Grandpa, right, is that, yeah. like, when we first meet Grandpa, I'm like, Grandpa's pretty cool. Like, you see mm-hmm. the flashback of him, like, seeing her at middle school where he, like, shows up and, like, rescues her after yeah, she's yeah. had a bad time at the dance. He's like, come on, let's go get some ice cream. You're like, oh, Grandpa's really sweet. And then he, like, shows up, like, from his vacation in Florida where he got dumped by his girlfriend. And he, like, I was legitimately confused when she sneaks back into the apartment where she thinks, like, it's been robbed because the door is open. Yeah. And she sees her brother, like, in the hallway and he's just kind of like, oh, don't. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And then yeah. you see the grandfather and apparently he's like on the warpath I was just sort of flummoxed by the fact that like the idea of who I thought grandpa was and then like who this character is showing up like sort of seemed at odds with each other and then for the rest of the series my issue with grandpa is he kind of goes back and forth like he has the scene where he talks to her aunt where it feels like they sort of like work it out right they sort of work some stuff out and then maybe they're in a better place now and then like later whenever she shows up again he's like you don't belong here this is for family like what the like what the fuck were you just talking about then like aren't you on the same page now Mm -hmm. and then there's the whole thing wherever 
he he says to her outright, like, originally when your parents said they're moving to Fiji, I thought you could stay with me in New York, yeah. but now I see that you've been bat, so you can't stay with yeah, me Yeah, this basically impossibly perfect angel of a teenage right. daughter. Who has truly not done, never done right. anything Has not stepped bad. out of line even slightly. Yeah. Right. And she does it one night, and they're like, what a terrible time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you go to Fiji. I honestly feel like they were trying very badly to do some sort of, like, stern Asian grandfather That was my thing, assumption. But, like, it's just uneven and bad. What I also thought, so the first time, whenever you see that scene, whenever they're at the restaurant or wherever, the temple, I don't remember where, was it a temple? It was, um, yeah, they, they like, they deal with it very quickly, but they basically, like, Grandpa knew someone at the temple and they Okay, okay, yeah, or well, he's yeah. giving them the, the money envelope thing for yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, And I thought, like, and he has the scene where he, like, talks, to, well, first of all, he talks to her brother and he was like, you were really sad when you went to college and a boy dumped you, now you're happy, do you want to go back to college? He's like, yeah, I guess I will. And Grandpa's like, okay, you go get this. It was a real, like, light Touch. No, it was. No, it was. Also, because like it feels like it's a pretty big deal. Where he's just like, "Hey, I know you like stopped being an adult because you were sad, but right. like, are you better now?" And he's like, "Yeah, I think I am." And Grandpa's like, "Cool." And then he like calls up Lily, and he's like, "Lily, I thought you were a good kid. It turns out you've been doing bad things, like staying out late, and then you like had yeah. an alcoholic beverage. Like, is this?" Then he says, he asks her a question where it's something like, "Is this because of a boy or something like that?" And I thought what he was doing is he was teeing her up to be like, "No, I'm asserting my individuality. This is who I am." And then he was going to be like, "Well done, kid. You can stay with me after all." Like. You, yeah. you, you right. cracked it. Right. But no, but he, was literally, he was literally saying, tell me it's someone else's fault. Right. Or, or you cannot Meanwhile, say Meanwhile, I don't want to, like, shit on, you know, being dumped, but, like, that's a shit. Like, well, get over your shit. Yeah. I know, okay, the thing that I loved also is toward the end, whenever Lily calls out her brother, is like, why am I getting dating advice from you? You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> whenever he talks about, like, how he's, like, his boyfriend's going to Puerto Rico. For two weeks. Like, for two weeks. At first, he's like, long distance never works. Fuck long distance. I'm like, okay, I get that. Then later, he's like, yeah, he'll be gone for two whole weeks. Yeah, and Lily's like, like, two fucking weeks? What is your problem? Right, like, why am I listening to you? And I was like, you know what? Good for you. Your brother's a fucking I, idiot. Yeah. There were actually many things about, uh, I loved Lily and Langston's relationship. I did, too. As I thought they had great chemistry and rapport. Yeah. I thought it was very believable, both of them individually and together. I loved... Um, it felt very real to me that he meets a guy on Grinder and then just starts immediately just constantly hooking up with and sleeping on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> no, this guy, um, again, this guy that can't stand to be apart from someone for two, two weeks. Two weeks. He's got issues. Yeah, he does. I mean, again, like you said, he drops out of college because, like, he broke yeah. up with a boy. Like, we've all been broken up with in college. And, like, at a certain point, just like, you know what? I get it. It's rough. Yeah. But you don't just drop out of college and be like, no, I'm sad. I cannot imagine what my parents react I know. If I was like, I'm not yeah. going to school anymore. Yeah. Why? Sad. <laughs> yeah. Very sad. <laughs> um, I honestly cannot believe, again, the grandfather, again. The grandfather. He's such an awful, he's a terrible person. <laughs> well, and the parents are too, because. Right, I, I think the parents are shittier because you don't yeah. see them as much. So well, you don't really even get their deal. But, but supposedly, this is what baffles my mind. Yeah. Is that Dash. It has a, a very complicated feelings about his parents, understandably, mm-hmm. because his dad seems to be a massive sexist asshole. Yep. <laughs> and his mom is maybe histrionic, or we don't know, but she's just like, we don't really, not want yeah, to be around her. Yeah. I thought mom just seemed kind of checked out. because I mean, we, that's the problem is we really don't know. We don't know, we know that dad it. says that, like, yeah, your mom sucks or something like that, and Dash doesn't yeah. argue the point. And he, he, she, he, he, we, all we really know is that he does not want to be with right. her. Right. Well, and the way Dash put it was my mom really wanted to go be with her boyfriend, I guess, in Hawaii or mm-hmm. something. Um, so I just took that to mean, like, mom kind of has other shit going on that she's... Well, but she wanted him to come with him, but he was like, I'm gonna stay with dad. Oh, okay. He lied about that so that he could stay with, like, he lied about being with dad so that he didn't have to go with So that he could go wear his dad's bathrobe and (laughs) drink his brandy. (laughs) A drink a gigantic amount of brandy. And he's doing, like, two hands of fingers worth to the brim. (laughs) With brandy! Which, again, to be fair, it's a great 17-year-old. I was gonna say, like, you you don't know shit like that. You just pour yourself a big glass and sip up. I mean, I... I want to fill the glass. Right. right? It's like, it's, well, why else would you have the glass if not to fill it up? But it's so bockers to me that by contrast, Lily is presented as this like, oh, she's such a, everyone is really so lovey and, and like, and, you know, such a feely and they all. Right. Like, they all love Christmas. But they're, they're all, terrible. Yeah, parents. they are. Her, I think her parents are unconscionably cowardly. Yeah. Because if, if what Langston said was true, that they didn't tell her specifically, they told Langston, they told one of their children, but they excluded the other, which I think is even worse. Yeah. Um, than if you had not told either of them. But. I I just think that's it's so fucking cowardly to be like, well, we didn't tell her because we knew she would. And freak then her she, we are her parents. Also, it is her life that is about. When they to do change. tell her, they're like, well, it's happening, whether or not we you support it. And I'm like, what an awful! Yeah. I would have like thrown something at <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. 
And I mean, I, I, that's just, I, I don't know. Saying, whenever Langston says that, like, they didn't tell you because they knew you'd, like, freak out by it. Like, that, like that's either saying something very damning about her character or something very damning about them as a character. And from, yeah. like, what I know of Lily as a character, she does not seem like the type who would, like, completely, like, lose her shit if her parents told her, like, three months ago, incidentally, I know this is a big deal. We, we might. might have to move. <laughs> just yeah. keep this in the back of your head as you go on with your life for the next couple of months. And Versus her parents who show up and were like, hey, I know we said we were on a second honey move. Incidentally, we're moving to Fiji. That's, yeah. And by the way, I don't want to, again, I don't want to show on Fiji too much, but if, it's, it's <laughs> such a different story if they're like, we have to move to France, right. Spain, right. the UK. Right. No, these places have, like, cities. They're civilized. There's nothing in Fiji. That's what I'm I, so good. What is her dad's job? Like, I don't what, know. What is I he Google doing maps. in Fiji? I Google maps to the capital city of Fiji. It is this. It is about two-thirds size of Massachusetts. We have 8 million people. They have 88,000 people. There's going to be no amenities in that city. There's right. probably, like, one bakery and, like, one brunch place. Like, for someone to go to NYC to Fiji would be, like, just awful. That's, I'm, I'm like, they, they touch very what? briefly on what Dad's job They say is. something like he's been doing contract work for yeah. a while, right? And I think they indicate that he was... I don't think they say something like adjunct professor, but they say something like, you know he's been doing contract work at the university. And so Did my, they say university? Something like that. It was some kind of education. I, at least that's what I took away I don't. From. I remember them saying contract work, which I assumed more like a... Almost like... I don't want to say manual labor necessarily, but something a little bit more blue collar Maybe. I don't, I don't think it is, though, because they live in a nice place. But it's Grandpa's apartment. Oh, I guess it's That's true. Apartment. So, like, I it's know. also probably an apartment that he bought back in, like, was, 1950. Because it was Fiji, I thought it was something environmentalist or, or humanitarian. Mm-hmm. I guess that's also what I don't know, right? It's just, like, why Fiji in general? Like, Fiji is such a it's bizarre... Remote, I suppose? Well, I, no, no, I just mean in literally in the sense, like, if you were writing this story, why is it Fiji? Like, is it mm-hmm. Fiji because, like, you as an author are like, this is the worst place for you to be right now? Like, yeah. what's your plausible reason yeah. for it being Fiji? I, that's yeah, all I, think, I, I think it has to be, like, if it was... Because Lily is not, like, attached to... She, she, has no friends, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she's very, like... All her friends are grown-ups. Yeah. yeah, so, like, I don't think she would care about going to Europe Ooh, or, like, another I, big city. I, well, not to another big city, maybe, but they do have that um, that that scene with her caroling group when they're all kind of splitting off into other places, but before that, she's like, ooh, and I, like, dotted on the map all these, like, best places we can go, and one of the carolers that sticks back, the one that keeps popping up in other places, like, at the... The punk show, mm-hmm. and then she also sidles up next to Edgar after Lily and Dash bounce. Um, but she points out that on her map, she's literally only highlighted her own neighborhood. Yeah. And it, I, maybe she's not attached to it, but she's definitely limited in that bubble. I yeah, think. but I mean, like that'll happen wherever you go. But I don't yeah. think that she has a strong attachment to like uh, the place. She might have. She might like a lot of things from New York City, but she doesn't have like. I think she could have handled it <laughs> infinitely miles better than, like, Fiji if it was, like, another urban place. I mean, it's a big ask, right? Like, I mean, yeah. it's not even just that, like... I feel like even if you lived in the Midwest somewhere and your parents were like, we're moving to Fiji, you'd be like, I'm sorry, we're doing what now? <laughs> <laughs> it's also... Um, they don't... Like, they, they, it they, just... Like, it just... The school there must suck. Like, yeah. yeah. But it also... I, I, I almost just want to be, like, with the parents, I was like, huh, you know what would have helped her not freak out if you gave her the maximum amount of time to process this information? Yeah. Because yeah. I... It, it just felt so shitty for them to also, like, go into a room and, like, be all like, oh, why are you drunk? And I think, I feel like if I was in that situation, I'd be like, fuck you, why are we going to Fiji? <laughs> <laughs> no, again, even in, like, handling the news, she never, she never takes a She reacts very her. well, all things considered. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's clearly upset, but, like, yeah. I-, I would be a lot more uh, openly aggressive, yeah. I think, than oh, yeah. she would. No, I, would, of all, I like, would yell at them. Yeah. I would yeah. just yell at my parents. I would have attempted to run away, yeah. honestly. Like, <laughs> she does! She gets out of that cab and books it back well, to yeah, the Yeah, just to, like, see fucking that's, dash. Yeah, that's, that's different, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, she's an impossibly angelic person, honestly. She is. I to go through all that bullshit. And I also loved her Christmas tree, like, do-up. Oh, yeah. And I loved... God, was, I also thought that actress in particular was very good. Um, in that party scene... Where you're with Lily and you you kind of follow her gaze around the room and she sees all of these very glamorous yeah, girls and dresses yeah. and she has this moment of like fuck and I love that her solution is like oh just tone it down a little yeah. like she turns her lights yeah. off she's just the best like yeah. oh we love this kid the party scene is like one of the best sequences in the movie I think like, yeah. I, like the, I like when he you know Dash gets in his like pretentious teen rant about like Home Alone, Home Alone 2. 2 yeah and then she's the only one that laughs and they kind of have this like little moment and yeah. I when they, she's like almost like wants to like escape the party with her like it's all very cute yeah. I thought that might have been a reason why they delayed 
the realization because one of the things you get to see happen is you get to see them connect without knowing who each other are. Right. Yeah. And, and that almost, does lend credence to the But it still could have happened like That's this. afterward, yeah. yeah. That, that's almost certainly why they did it. But I think she's just saying that like you don't need to have them leave immediately yeah, after that. That's true. Yeah, they, I mean, then it was like it, they just get away with scot-free from that. Yeah. And then instead it's like a way worse, shittier, stupid, more contrived confrontation with him. Yeah. It, again, I know it's it's so weird that his ex-girlfriend would be like, and now let's go spend the night in the museum. That was weird. Well, then the weird thing, too, with that other scene, though, with her get, kissing Edgar, is that, like, one of the girls in the caroling, caroling troop mm-hmm. is like, oh, you should text him, meaning Dash. Yeah. And she, she interprets it. She just talked about Edgar. She texts Edgar? Yeah. Like... About the kiss last night, and then Edgar shows up, and then she, like, thinks it's Dash for a second? Mm-hmm. In her, like, drunken mind, and kisses him, and it's just, like, such a stupid sequence of, like, stupid events that happen for uh, her. I love that other scene that she has with Edgar, though, um, when they're leaving the party, and um, he was like, let me call you an Uber, and then, yeah. like, the ki- and then, like, the kiss doesn't happen, yeah. and then he was like... Ooh, actually, surge price is real expensive. My yeah. dad has me. I love how we put it. My dad has me on a real tight budge. Real tight budge. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I love about Edgar is that he's like thirty. Yeah, he's thirty. Yeah, clearly. Edgar is like a longshore man who's there for Fleet Week or yeah. something. But like, you, what I love about him is that he probably didn't mean to like be addicted to her as a kid. He definitely doesn't mean to be. He's just like a he's, fucking idiot, right? He, he has no idea. <laughs> he's just an affable fucking idiot yeah. that's like dense and like. Is just lucky to be very. Right, I mean, right. No, so he's like one of those people who's like super attractive. So like, you never realize like how you affect people in yeah. other ways. And uh, he is, I think, no fault of the actor. The one casting choice that I'm a little like, just because he really looks thirty the yeah. entire time when he shows up. Like um, Austin Abrams, who plays Dash, and Midori Francis, who play Lily, are both like in their mid twenties. Mm-hmm. But I think they pretty convincingly look they like, like teenagers. Them. Yeah, like or at least. I'm good saying, TV version. Especially Austin. He I first, definitely looks 17. I first caught on to this, uh, but just, like, getting the homepage sort of, like, silent trailer playing, mm-hmm. and I just thought... I looked at it, and I was like, oh, is this, like, some sort of, like... I thought it was about adults. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's about Whatever, I'll still watch it. But mm-hmm. I, I kind of, like... I don't know. Maybe this is the time to mention that. I kind of wish I got to see this story about young adults doing the same thing. Yeah. Like it would be a very different... Story and it kind of reminded me a lot of serendipity, which also brings the like I think we should be serendipity. At some it point it in would our be. I, I think the thing that a, a lot of these their actions are more plausible when they're teenagers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the whole thing about it like, wouldn't be like dares, like, right? I think, no. but, I, but the idea of like exchanging, like leaving, because again, when I first saw the silent trailer, I just thought that they were like leaving notes in the same place, mm-hmm. so that they were all just sort of like that. It was, just, I guess, like. Again, more of a You've Got Mail thing where it was just like they leave the notebook and then the next person pick it up. I didn't know that there was this like element of like stealing Santa's hat. To yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, because like I guess in some ways, uh, whether physically or emotionally, the dares sort of escalate, right? Because yeah. you have mm-hmm. the hat stealing. The punk show. The punk show, right. I think, is a huge <laughs> reach for her. But then please the, talk about the Jewish punk show. Please. I mean, for an hour. That feels, that feels so much like a detail that's from like from the book, right? Like, yes. like I know these two authors. That feels like the sort of like, dare, I, I don't want to say like, Whimsical, but like mm-hmm. very yeah. bordering on whimsical. Can you help thing. me with that? Uh, yeah. Are the band are the two bandmates gay together? I or assume they were. Okay, because they seemed awfully. Well, they they're sleeping. Like one of them is holding yeah. the other. But I was like, that, like that, that was willing to. Pros, or are they right. Gay? Well, right. that was willing to let go of like, oh, they're drunk and they passed out and they're bandmates, whatever. Right. But then my later, t- they're always like one arm around yeah. the other. Right. My take was that they were definitely a couple. Okay. Like, you I mean, mean the, did you catch their band? Their band name? The Hollaback Boys. Yeah, yeah they say it. I know, I just... I there was it. another bad holla pun in that movie, I thought. Not just holla back. Oh, I doesn't he one. say, like... I don't remember. Holla back at us, y'all, or something like that? Something he, like that. Like, yeah. Well, I felt like Dash and Lily was the successful version of the, like, New York whimsical people having right. whimsical adventures yeah. in, in kind of this lightly this magical New York. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Naomi and Eli, I think they tried to do the same thing, but well, that was Naomi just like... Well, Naomi and Eli are terrible people. Right, that's the difference, too. <laughs> You know, I, I gotta say, these characters, I both like them a lot, and I think the portrayals are both very good as yes. well. Uh, Midori Francis, in particular, like, I, whenever they first introduce uh, the notebook, when Dash is reading the notebook, and you have this voiceover, like, in my head, I was kind of like, oh, fuck, this girl's gonna be insufferable when I meet her. Like, she's yeah. just gonna be, like, the fucking worst. And you meet her, and she's, like, so fucking adorable and sweet and genuine, and I'm just like, oh, you're so good. Like, Meanwhile, this is so perfect. Dash is all of us. All yes. of us. Yes. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, I, I found both Dash and Lily to be, as characters, 
to have believable quirks that I could buy for 17 year olds yeah. in 2019 or 2020, whenever this is supposed to be taking place. Um, and I think with like with different actors, this could they could have both been so fucking annoying, mm. but they manage to be true to the characters while keeping them very human and yeah. not annoying. So like, yeah. um, uh, we don't get what I think could have been a manic pixie dream girl situation with Lily. Yeah, and um, I was fully prepared, kind of based on how much of a snob he was, to like hate Dash, but he's such a lovely boy. Yeah, I think the thing that works about Dash especially is that he's very sort of like sarcastic mm. and he's racked with sort of like self-doubt. So and like anxiety. Right. So yeah. he's very likable in the sense that he's not this cocky asshole, which is sort of like the difference between Naomi and Eli and yeah. these two. We're like, these are two characters who are like, oh, we got life by the fucking balls. We got this figured out. We were the coolest <laughs> fucking kids you'll ever meet. Yeah. And this is like Lily who has no friends and Dash who's just like this very sort of sad boy yeah. who's kind of abandoned by both of his parents who don't really care about him. And it's like instantly these are so much more interesting characters than either Naomi or Eli. I also just really appreciated and I guess maybe Maybe it just made me realize how many other romantic comedies don't do this. They just sort of tell you it's happened. Uh But I thought Dash and Lily, the series, did a very good job of showing you how they each changed each other and pushed each other to be better specifically. Like, not in any kind of general platitude, like being speechified, which I think is typically the way those kind of things are expressed in romantic comedies of, like, someone just tells the other person, you make me better. But we get to see it, and a lot. Because we see... Him pushing Lily to get out into the world and enjoy it and see it and meet people. Yeah. And she gets Dash to listen to his mochi. To listen to his mochi. <laughs> which but like she gets him to kind of like listen to himself, to yeah. calm to right. clear his mind. Yeah. To do like, yeah, to to just like do yeah. nice, calm, creative Right, to like things. to like appreciate small things. Yeah. yeah. And to also like, I think just connect with himself more emotionally. Yeah. And I just thought that was like really fucking cool yeah. and kind of weirdly rare for romantic comedies yeah. and I wish we saw that more because I felt that to be extremely satisfying to watch and it made me like them both better as people I think for me the Lily uh, the thing that I really liked is you get first like the one dare where you obviously you know where it's going as a viewer right because it's called the break room and you sort yeah. of oh, tell of like you see the writing on the wall where she goes to this one like pop-up place and they're like now, now create something and she's like this is a Muppet of my friend this is what I think he'll look like and the guy's like that's great now we're gonna go to the other room and fucking destroy it <laughs> Like, you don't see, like, her actually do it. So, like, as a viewer, you're like, oh, okay, like, she's she's not going to do it. Like, that, that tracks is in her character. And then later you have the scene of her, like, like attacking the snowman outside. Yes. Which was, like, just such a nice moment of, like, like th- this girl. Who, right. This girl who has, like, this, this sort of, like, very rigid, like, rules that she lives life by. And this very particular outlook on life. Finally, like, sort of cracking and being like, oh, there's, there's more to you than this, right? Yeah. Like, you're not just this sort of you know, like right. rainbows everywhere type of gal. Well, and I love, they took the, her character in that direction where they sort of wondered, okay, she is so outwardly cheerful and positive all the time, but obviously no one is that way naturally. Yeah. So I love that the movie, or the series rather, goes into the idea of like, what is she denying herself? And I yeah. love, like Dash's problem, I guess, is that he, I mean, he's kind of emotionally disconnected by a lot of people around him. But he also like he doesn't. He fights his dad a lot. He doesn't look for joy, and I think right. he yeah. doesn't look for. He just like doesn't want to see it. He right. Really he's not it. depressed, but he's sort of sad. But yeah. I like that he then pushes her to allow herself to feel things that are not positive. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, that's just such an important lesson as a human. I feel like to learn that I'm like, I just think it's really cool they put it in yeah. there. Well, it makes sense too that she doesn't do it in the break room because why would she? She made something of like. Something that's like, right, some joy in her right, life. Right, right, right. Whereas, like, it, it makes sense for her to then crack when, like, all the bullshit that she's been dealing with catches up with her. And it's like, right. okay, now I can be angry. Did yeah. you like the the artist who was sitting next to her in the break room when they were like, well, so what did you make? And he holds up some kind oh, of, like, like odd disjointed, like, 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 the corporate bullshit. Yeah, yeah, he's like, this is my symbol of corporate capitalism. Yeah. Branding and there was like something else, yeah. but I just I, <laughs> it was like made of soda cans. Yeah, it was a bunch of soda cans like stacked on top of each other to like a hand or something yeah. almost. Can we also talk about how is is the is there a Christmas fairy in this movie and is it Jeff the Elf slash? Oh my Jewish? god, what okay. is up with it? Why is right. it everywhere? I was so okay. So here's why is Google going to movie movies with five year old? Yes, <laughs> I was I, I like. Uh, Who's also a drag queen? Did you think it was going to be like like the, the Mr. Bean, the Mr. Bean and Love actually were turned out into angel at the end? <laughs> No, I just thought, like, it's kind of creepy that Boomer's gonna go to a movie alone. It is, no, it is, it is a little weird, to be fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, 
we could talk about that. But it is it is fascinating. Like I, I don't I don't think I realized at first that it was the same guy. Mm-hmm. Like when you yeah. first saw him, like it took a minute of like. Like, who, who is this guy? Why does he look so familiar? Like, oh, this is the fucking elf from also, earlier on. did Dash employ Jeff the elf to, like, be the gatekeeper yes. to the punk show? Or was that... Oh. Was he just the gatekeeper to the punk no, show? No, I think he was just the gatekeeper to the punk show. But he was specifically barring her entry until she, like, did pass the test. I, well, I think that was just him being... Uh, was he fucking yeah. with her? I thought it was just, like, a drag queen being <laughs> Well, because then she goes out and, like, opens the, the storm doors so she can get in there. So I assumed he was, like, a doorman. Yeah, I, no, no, I did, too. Like, I 100% thought he was, but I don't think that Dash put him up to doing that. Oh, I, think just, I, I got just, you. I think that was just his shtick. Yeah, because it was, like, an underground show. And so oh, was yeah. He, like, was he worth... But he, he, was he then in coach with, like, the band to be, like... I assume. The only thing to see the show or just, like, yeah. Or, or he knows the band, or he knows yeah. whoever is, like, has this venue or yeah. whatever. Um, two things. I loved that uh, he was uh, a corpse on SVU. Great detail. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also... It was bugging me the entire time I was watching it, but I realized where I remembered him from, and... Uh, it's from a strangely specific memory of a single moment from an episode of 30 Rock, um, in which Liz Lemon finds out that her amazing jeans that she's been wearing that makes her ass look so good are actually, she was like, yeah, they're handmade in USA. And Jack corrects her and say, that's actually Hond made in USA. Um, the Han people have tiny hands perfect for stitching jeans. And USA is the island they live on. But anyway, um, at one point, she and Jenna go back to like confront the guy at Urban Outfitters. And it's Jeff the Elf. Yeah. And I remember him very specifically. He's like, He's torpedoing everything, and they're like, but but the store was founded by someone, uh, by, like, by Diego, this this activist. He was like, yeah, you know what his last name was? Halliburton. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was well, him. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, back to, like, the whole, like, uh, people, they pushing each other thing. It, it, I do like how once Lily gets past this idea that, like, Dash is not the sort of person that she thinks is the ideal person, who's, like, just like her, but mm-hmm. a guy, that, like... She immediately decides, like, well, he's going to have to get on my level, and then he's doing the opposite. Like, it, it's kind of, like, nice and organic how that starts, of, like, the, once they realize they're nothing, like, because he, again, he thinks that she's, like, a miserable person yeah, like yeah. him. And once they realize that it's kind of the opposite, they're like, okay, well, I'm fine with that, but you have to, like... Meet me halfway. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Halfway, which, and I mean, that's, yeah. that's what a relationship is, right? Like, yeah. you're both changing yeah. the other person a little bit. Yeah. I guess that's something else that I think I found very pleasantly surprising about this was just how emotionally mature the whole thing felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, just where it ended up, I mean. I think the immaturity of teenage emotions was very well captured in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I also... Uh, I guess my only remaining question was... You brought this up too, Lee. And why this wasn't more of a moment. But when when Dash is getting... Okay, so uh, Dash's dad and his new girlfriend, Lisa, walk in on him in the apartment. And they're like, okay, let's just go to dinner. Yeah. And then Dash, in a panic, texts Sophia to show up because she's usually been his, like, support well, he during these gonna, dinners. Well, because he's going to, like, blow a lid. Yeah. Well, because he says at one point, like, his dad's always, like, laying out bait for a fight or something. Yeah. Um, and then Sophia comes in and sits down and says, hi, Lisa. Dash oh, has told me so much that about is, you. That's, yeah, like, your name? <laughs> She's never See, met this one. There, oh, yeah, okay. I was trying to figure out how to read that. I'm not sure if it was, like, if it was her trying to, like, butter up Lisa. It's just, like, just as, like, a nice thing to say. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, like, oh, he loves you so much. Or, like, I wasn't sure. I guess the question was, I wasn't sure if Lisa was in on the joke. You know, the quote-unquote yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. Like, would Lisa realize upon meeting her that this kid is bullshitting her? Or would she be like, oh, how nice. Like, this kid know. must be talking about well, me. Lisa's a bio... Yeah, yeah, Lisa's, like, wildly, like, I I don't know, like, dating down for this guy, you know? Because this guy seems like an asshole. He does. He also seems at least 15 years younger than him. Oh, she is, 100%. Like, he's rich. I guess that's all he has going for him. Maybe, you know what? Maybe she needs his money for her, like, startup, you know? Maybe. Maybe she's just, like, using him for his money. Lab space don't come cheap. I, um, we we mentioned that whole kind of listen to your mochi thing, but I really loved that moment of him remembering her advice and then using it to change the course of the conversation and not have a fight with his dad. Yeah. Um, particularly as 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 a angsty kid who had a lot of fights with his dad, I'm like, wow, that is an amazing strategy. I gotta say, though, I really... This didn't land for me. Like, I really wasn't clear how uh, making mochi with Japanese woman who refused to explain how to make mochi to him, <laughs> like, taught him patience. I guess it's just the idea that, like, you have to do this, right? You have I to guess. make the mochi, and these people aren't going to tell you specifically how. Yeah. So it's going to be a process of trial and error. Like, you can't just do it yeah. do it wrong and then be like, fuck it, I'm done. You, you have, have to, to keep, keep, like, rolling with right. it. Right. Yeah. 
I guess. I just, I don't know. I feel like I, I don't, maybe I just don't like the line, listen to your mochi. Yeah, I mean, it's a little, it's a little much. I would have oh, liked yes. to have heard, to have, like, seen him come to that understanding of what to do. Right. More than right. just like, oh, I, I did it randomly. Yeah. It does feel like they maybe started from catchphrase and worked backwards, yeah. where they were like, ooh, listen to your mochi. How do we include that? Yeah. Um, because I agree, I'm kind of like, I, I don't necessarily see the connection. I think what Brendan said is true, but I wish that was pulled out more on screen, I guess. But Like so much mochi. Exactly. I loved that grandmother who just, without a change in expression on her face, picks oh, up his mochi. So good. <laughs> and then just the clap once they once Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as we're talking about uh, elderly Asian, like elderly oh my Asian God. women. <laughs> okay, I actually love how she's introduced, too, with... Uh, Dash thinking he might yeah. be meeting right. the Lily he's been talking right. to. And I love that she just sweeps into the door. Yeah. He was like, are you he- uh, uh, what does he say? Like, are you here alone or something? So we asked her about it, but eventually he says, like, are you Lily or something? She's like, oh, I know why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> She's amazing. She's so great. <laughs> She's yeah. so great. I mean, I love her line where she says something like, um, oh, yes, I live here, but I'm very rarely alone. Yes. <laughs> well, doesn't she say it so too about how, like, there was this bar that whenever she go, Lily goes Mixed to the parlors, where she's like, Oh, I've been there, but it was before the allowed woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. She's not like she mentions about like a still getting in the cast of yeah, hair or something yeah. like that. Like, like they dance on the top on the, yeah. the bar they our skirts yeah. up and danced on the bar. Yeah. yeah, I mean this is just like this is the sort of woman you want in your life, right? Like yes. you want like you just you want this older person with this crazy house and these wonderful stories who has their shit so much together, who will just like take you in and regale you with these bizarre tales of their youth. I mean, she I think is sort of almost like my ideal type of a ridiculous woman in a ridiculous dress. She's definitely more chilled out than most ridiculous women. Yeah. I feel like we... Well, she's retired. She's retired. Yeah. And yeah. they RDLW game. <laughs> RWRD. But you know what? She was born in the game and she's still playing in yeah, some yeah. way. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, you never fully retire from that life. No, it, it yeah. sticks with you. You, have, you pass the torch along. But yeah, no, I thought she was a delight. I looked forward whenever, whenever we could get her on screen. I was so happy. Yeah. I, I kind of wish maybe that she was more... Because again, it's we've talked about how that plotline is flimsy with grandfather's sort of like coming around but like I would have liked to see her have sort of a big comeuppance like have her do like a big dramatic like you fucking just roll all this nonsense and right. push it down yeah. and be like you guys are all shitty parents so then are we <laughs> supposed to believe then that grandpa has kind of like shunned her because she was such a wild child in the same way that Lily he thinks is well it's also that he mentions that he thinks that she was a bad influence on Lily which yeah. is the thing where like he he says, like, like you like you, you took her to Las Vegas, and she's like, Las Vegas is off-Broadway, isn't it? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. Like, I'm fine if you want to make Grandfather, like, a stuck-in-the-mud sort of traditional, like, Grandfather. He's, like, maybe he was either born in Japan or, like, his parents mm-hmm. were in Japan, so they're very close to that, like, rigid filial piety kind of, like, structure. But, like, he doesn't... He wishes Washi is around. Yeah, right. And, like, and I get, like, we contain multitudes, right? We're all not one yeah. thing. But, like, nonetheless, this is a work of fiction where you have, like, X minutes of screen time with Grandpa. Yeah. And you kind of need to get where he's coming from. I mean, it would be cooler. Maybe if it... Because I think you could still do the scene of him sort of rescuing from the the, the high school tragedy scene mm-hmm. and all the friendship was on the ground. If maybe he was nice to her, but you kind of saw how he was doing it in a sort of unhealthy, like... Stay with Uber the family. protective. Don't, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? like, yeah. Don't ever go anywhere. Don't ever yeah. go anywhere. Do anything fun, kind of. Vibe. Right, right, right. Like, that play board games with old people. Yeah. I also think, like flow and structure wise, it does it does feel a little bit like a hiccup. Uh, you mentioned this earlier that he kind of has this cheery moment where like Basily gets him to admit, like, "Oh, I'm just mad about my girlfriend." Right, right. But then we're back to another blow up at the money envelope right. scene, and I re- so I'm like, I kind of feel like we. Shouldn't have two of them. Right. And the frustrating thing was, I really liked the first one. Like, I like that you don't see what they're talking about. You just go Me back too. and you see him, like, crying on the couch. And, like, Mrs. Basley is just like, well, I'm going to split. Like, you can take it from yeah. here. And so, like, you don't know where they're coming from at all. But she's just like, well, it's your turn now. Okay. And it was also a really tiny moment. But when, uh, when Great Aunt Lillian just sweeps into the apartment, as she always does, uh, during Grandpa's poker game, and I love that as his friends are oh, like, trailing yeah. out, he's like looking good, Lily. Yeah, she, she's, she's like, like you too. Oh, Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Santa, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I kind it. of wish that they had like a, a, a thing. Yeah. thing going on, except they're, they're maybe in laws. I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think is he related to them. Or is he just I like mean, a there's friend? There's no laws against in laws. There's no blood. No, of course not. Um, I also, I mean, admittedly, Lily has a very sprawling family. Who yeah. I'm, I have a little trouble telling who is related to them by blood and who is just like a friend of right. the family. Like we know the guy from the bookstore is her cousin. 
Madison, but but well, like her dad's white, so like right. No, no, no. I'm not saying like it's implausible. Yeah. I'm just trying to like figure it out. And, like Sal, I guess could be related to the dad, or he could just be like a friend of the grandpa's. I, yeah. I would almost feel like, like Uncle Sal. That would be my feeling. That was my thought too at first. That's my vibe. I, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I, like not, it, it doesn't really matter. I do think that this series does a really good job of world building, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's uh, again like. I, I've read several of the uh, David Levith and Rachel Kahn Cohn books, and a lot of them are very, like, again, to use this word, whimsical. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like... Tweets Right, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. So it's like, they're threading a fine... It's a fine needle that they're trying to thread. And, like, you will either respond to it or you won't. And I think when it turns out badly, it turns out like Naomi and Eli, yeah. where these characters are insufferable, their adventures are ridiculous, you don't care what they're doing. And when it's done well, it's like this. Like, it's cute, and it's original, and it's unique, and it's you don't, like, roll your eyes and be like, oh my god, like, this fucking... Like, she's got a fucking, like, mall Santa as a relative. It's just sort of like, oh, isn't that fun? I think yeah. part of that is... Uh, I think the tone is a lot more consistent in Dash and Lily... Mm-hmm. I think it's so consistent that it's easy to immerse yourself in it. Whereas when we first started watching this, I was very prepared to be repelled by how twee it was going to be. Yeah. Just because I feel like the ads, the the fact that it was David Levith and Rachel Combe, just everything, all of that, to me, was saying it was going to be really twee. And it's not that it's not, but it's like done in such a way that I'm not annoyed by it as much as I thought I would be. Yeah. yeah. Um, he got very invested. What's that? You got you were very invested in this falling out scene. <laughs> you were like yelling at the TV, like don't oh, say was. that. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I think I kept saying like I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like them falling like out. Dash said like we should have bet. You were like don't say don't that. Say that. <laughs> It was like, some things you can't take back, Dad. <laughs> um, I think the only other note I made while we were watching it that I can remember was um, I said that Great Aunt Lillian is sort of like a successful version of Auntie Mame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's like a yeah, no, that's impoverished one. Yeah. <laughs> well, or just like a non-annoying version. Yeah. Anti Mame is a character depending on how well you play her can either be like a fucking pain in the ass yeah. or like a real delight. And like, we got the real delight version. We did. I got the main feelings when they were kind of going through the laundry list of like bad or wicked things that she did with Lily. Like, yeah. taking her to Vegas felt like a main yeah. move. Right. Like, and then, you know, like, all of it, right? Like, she was in this enormous penthouse... Well, not a penthouse. Like, this enormous townhouse in New York City. She's very wealthy. You don't know why or how, but she <laughs> is. Don't worry about it. Like, she is She is very sort of, like, a prototypical anti-mame type character, which, mm-hmm. again, that's a woman I need in my life. Yeah. yeah. We all need an anti-mame. They haven't said anything about doing um, another series, I guess, but there are two other books that have come out mm-hmm. in this oh, really? series. Yeah. So, um... The what was it Dash Dash and Lee's Twelve Days of Christmas is the next one. Twelve Days of Dash. And well, oh, sorry, Twelve Days of Dash. Was it? Sorry. Yeah. And then the one after that is called um, Mind the Gap Dash and Lily. So does the first one Ooh. also take place at Christmas? Like I honestly God, don't remember. See, this is the thing. I I would have sworn if you had asked me before this, I would have sworn to you. No, it does not. It is just yeah, like a, a book. It happens over a period of time, not Christmas at all. The second one, that's a Christmas story. Maybe it does. So mind the gap. We just find ourselves in England. Yeah, one of Dash is in England at school, and Lily is in New York. Of course, of course, yeah. of course some motherfucker goes to like Oxford or something. Yeah, right. Because he wants to be with like, the great, the great. I would have also, yeah. I would have also accepted Brown. Yeah. Brown. Well, because like he's very like literate, isn't he? True. Very, like <laughs> he likes in cold blood and. Right. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. Uh, yeah. Um, Those are your favorite books. When Sophia was naming his favorite books, yeah. Kafka on the Shore, In Cold Blood, yeah, and I forget the third. Yeah, I don't remember the third, but it was like very like okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, of course. It was also it was also like what you expect that teenager to be yeah, like. Yeah. These are the best books ever written. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I can't. You have to, like we're all da- like let's yes, not, can't I know. Three of us in this room, we're all down. I was of course. I mean, I'll, I yeah. I feel like I was aggressively pro Christmas though. So I mean, I well, have, yeah, I have a touch of the lily. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all, we're we all had a touch of the lilies. But you know, my first my first AIM nickname was the Silent Beatnik. So yeah. We've talked about it before. I, I I really feel like Dash, if he came up during the time of AIM, would have also called himself the Silent <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Or he would have been like, he would have literally called himself Kafka on the shore or something. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. probably it. Uh, um, anybody else have any other final thoughts? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I did yeah, too. Really you know what? Yeah. You need some joy this That's year. That's right. Yeah, definitely Watch you do. Watch this show. And it I, will also, like, it, it will go by so quickly. Right? Yeah, like, really well. If I, if I had the option to binge it in one day, I would have binged it in one me day. Me too. I highly, highly recommend it, literally, to yeah. anyone listening to this. I very much recommend this series. I felt like it was 
I uh, get some wine. Genuine, yeah. cute, feel good yeah. without feeling condescended to or pandered to or having it feel cheap or hollow. It yeah. all feels earned. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it was, again, watching this, it was like everything that I wish No Mean Eli had been. Yes! Like, <laughs> like, like, I know we said it, but this is just such a better version of those characters and that sort of story. Yeah. It's good. Anyway, yeah. I, I do want to watch Nick Miller again because I like Nick. Me too. Yeah, I would. It's I'd, been many years. We'll watch it someday. Yeah. I'll bring it over and watch it because I always like that movie. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, but they're they are more. Aren't they a little older in Nick and Nora? They're too? in high school. They're in high school. Yeah. Oh, really? I just can't fathom a seventeen year old saying, "I need a mental health day." <laughs> <laughs> right from what? I feel like at our age we didn't have those. <laughs> Back in that day, no, yeah, it was that still like you're toughing up and. Yeah, that's that's true. We're at the very edge of that. It is that funny how recent that yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, Taking mental health day, that concept. We were still raised by, I mean, at least I was raised by boomers, all right? I was too. We were always by boomers. <laughs> they took yeah. the tough and toughened it out. And Just like how Dash was raised by Boomer yeah. in this miniseries. <laughs> oh. I can't believe his name is Boomer, but I, <laughs> I liked his detail about, um, he mentions it at the very beginning of the series, and then you kind of see it, I think, in the last episode. Uh, where he says, like, Christmas dinner at his place as his aunt brings all the weird-looking rejects from her job at the <laughs> yeah, network. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, that sounds like yeah, a yeah. delightful yeah. time! Why, did not, why didn't you say yes to that? I, yeah, <laughs> I know. How could you not? That's also such a fun detail to include, right? It is like, a it just, great Again, detail. what I said about, like, world-building and making this feel like a real place full of, like, real people. Yeah. It's, like, I guess that's something I'm still stunned by. Like, the quirks we got in this didn't... I mean, some of them felt a little forced, but for the most part, they by felt... and large, yeah, I wasn't like sticking my finger down yeah. my throat, being like, "Can you yeah. fuck?" They felt real and human. And... Yeah. yeah, yeah, like Jeff the elf who doubles as a CSI corpse and also as a drag queen boxer. Yeah, he's a multifaceted man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess hard, like a, a triple guess. Would yeah, would, yeah. would watch yeah. absolutely. Get it in you. I hope there is a follow. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, or, or at least that they continue to do more stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. Netflix is really. I mean, honestly, they're kind of knocking out of the park with some. Of this yeah, stuff, really. I think. Yeah, they, they they should. I think be doing a little bit more in terms of I mini was, series yeah, than they are. They, they do agree. throw a lot of spaghetti at walls, but when it lands, it lands. It does. It, it does. Sticks. It sticks. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, just sort of going off of that, also, like, I feel like if this were a two-hour movie, I would not have enjoyed it nearly as much. Same. Yeah, because we wouldn't no, have I, gotten as much of the world. Yeah. We wouldn't have gotten as much of like the, the characters. Yeah, going especially with like the the dare aspect of it, like it kind of. You get to see the build of that. Right. Sort of yeah, way. I can't imagine what you would cut out of this to make it two hours, but I just feel like you would not be satisfied. No. Yeah. More serious. Yeah, check it out. Check Come it back out. at us in two weeks. We'll talk about... <laughs> we'll see how we feel about Christmas Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I Listen, have a good time. Early reviews are good. The first one still had him talk about the Holocaust being his fault, so I think yeah. there's... <laughs> Anywho. Uh, uh, yeah. Two weeks, Christmas two weeks, Chronicles. Christmas Chronicles um, 2. Secret Santa drinks. Secret Santa drinks. Yeah. We can't wish we could do recipes for you, but... You, but we can't. That's the yeah. whole point. That's on you. It's not you us passing to, the buck. You have to make the drink for the people you, 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 you love. love. Yes, yes. Yeah. For the people in your life who you watch crap. Yeah, no one can do that. 